people who you start your life off with and what success does to them. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same, like you're doing all this for a reason. Good morning, good morning, rise and shine energies. It's your host, Upsy Energy, aka Book Mulata on Instagram. So if you're wondering who you're listening to, you can go tap in and look at me and view my life and all that good stuff if you're interested. Energy check, capital G, how you feeling? How you feeling? One to ten, let me know. I feel like as soon as I press record, my energy levels go up because before this I was feeling very low I would say a four and I'll get into that but I was I was feeling a four so I hope you are feeling way higher than me and if not I pray that my energy just goes to you and fills you up and just prepares you for an amazing week like I'm preparing myself for an amazing week. Why? Because I remember last week I was telling you guys that I was, you know, getting prepared for a new position at my job. And this weekend, well, this week on Monday and Tuesday, I'll be leaving to go do something for um, my job at different properties. And I'm super excited about it because I get to finally be where I want to be, where the draperies are. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to be in the factory with the draperies. I want to be in the hotel with the draperies. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, high note, high note. Can't complain. Mental health check, mental health check. Mentally, I'm growing up. So, I feel low mentally because the, the, the feeling of growing the fuck up hurts so much. Um, But <laughs> I'm in the midst of it all and I'm just staying calm and I am flowing I am going with it but I, I need to be transparent with you guys okay mama mama energy be just going crazy well I hope that you heard that audio that I played in the beginning that is from the most biggest billionaire out right now named Jay-Z Thank you, YouTube. I will be leaving the the description. Uh, in the description, I will be leaving the link to the rest of the video. It's a 10 minute and 23 second video. But I just wanted to play that because that video is what got my energy up high for this episode. And it made everything make sense. Okay. So this week, we're going to be talking about the black sheep of the family. And they be thinking we crazy. Okay, so keep that in mind and keep that in, in, in the front toe lobe right there in your third eye because we're going to go down a few other things this week, but just know that's where that's tying into. I also wanted to take this moment to say happy birthday to my best, best friend. Oh, Cookie, I pray that you had an amazing week last week. I pray that the people that you are surrounded with shows a reflection of who you are and how beautiful you are, friend. Um, let me not get serious. But I love you. I, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I pray that everything we did for you just went over expectations, right? Uh, and I just was so happy as your best friend to see you smile. And thank you to the rest of the team that helped along. Thank you to my mama um, for my other best friend side that came in and helped me prepare everything and designed everything. Thank you to Ian for being a, such a great boyfriend. 
um, to Cookie and helping us make that dream come true for her. I, I was really happy last night um, just to see her smile. So if you do follow me, you will see her face and just smiling and looking so damn beautiful. But I have a couple more shout outs, right? I have my friend Tiny. Happy birthday, my Scorpio baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for just being you and being there for me and loving on me. And I pray that this week we're going to have a fun week for you as well. Another shout out to my Scorpio baby, Yasselin. I love you, boo, my fairy. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. So I have all of these people I love that I constantly shout out um, weekly because they mean a lot to me. They're a big part of my life. They're a big part of my support system. And I feel like when we have our support system, we need to say, you know, give thanks. Just like the person who created me, my mother. Happy birthday, mommy. Mm-hmm. You are the biggest supporter I have. You're my role model. You're my superwoman. You're the one that showed me the women can do anything in this life. And I just want to say I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for standing beside me, not behind me, not in front of me. But damn, you're a great leader. Um, you raise an amazing set of children. And I just wanted to give you all the glory, all the grace. Father God, protect y'all. You guys are my whole hearts. So thank you so much for y'all just tuning in to, to the, that shout out because I had to give it to my babies and my mama. But this weekend... Um, we celebrated my best friend Cookie. We did a whole dinner. We did a backyard dinner. So we went to this restaurant called Red Rooster in Overtown. It's a black-owned restaurant. It's a southern infusion. Super fire, super fire. Um, 10 out of 10. Go out, I recommend. My mom said the brunch isn't so good, so I wouldn't go for brunch there. But dinner, for sure, a move, Okay. I, y'all know I, I, I talked about some octopus and all. I love me some octopus. Boy, some boo-boos. I fucking love it. So they had some grilled octopus. They had like a braised um, beef short rib. I just ate so much. It was such a, a nice time. And it's always so an amazing. It's, it's so amazing to be around black excellence. It just is nothing that kind of touches that for me why i say that is because you just lose in the restaurant you look around it's just all black people in this fancy ass restaurant just having great conversation in a beautiful ambiance as we deserve you know in overtown okay one of our first black towns down here in south florida if nobody knows y'all can go jim crow era all that happened down here too in south florida so um, with me cooking cookies dinner, that was super hard for me because I had to be very intentional. And I'm the type of person, like, I'd rather take you out of town. I'd rather take you to a restaurant. I'd rather take you, get you a, your gift that you wanted before planning something. Like, that planning thing and being intentional with every detail, oh, my God. It is not my forte, but she is very intentional, right? And like my other best friend, they're very intentional. So this year I'm working on being intentional for the people that love me. Because I be pulling them through the rings. So I feel like I think, to me, they deserved <laughs> these, these birthdays that I've been doing and trying to like be special with. I, I really feel like they deserve it out of me this year. 
This week I learned that everything doesn't deserve a reaction. Save your energy, save your inner capital G. Because the more you spread that capital G, it's going to turn to a lowercase g. Okay? And you're going to be in your feelings and emotional because you just spread yourself so damn thin. And look, no, not, not for the world. You fuel yourself up for you so you can be able to keep going in this world. But not, not spreading yourself so goddamn thin that the world will sh- just strip you and rip you up and toss you in the air and you'll become confetti. Sorry, I felt like I had so much energy coming into that. <laughs> Sometimes I find myself in situations where I need to retract my energy, whether it's at work, home, or even in my friendships. This week, I had a moment at work where I wanted to go crazy, but I caught myself. <laughs> I had a moment, but I took a deep breath and I processed my emotional my emotions rationally. Intention is everything. Make sure you move with intention with everything you do. So that's why I be trying to learn how to control my emotions because sometimes you let your emotions spill and the intention is not there at all. Like one time I had a friend, <laughs> um, we, we had a birthday party at my house and I had a friend come over and we had just hung out the night before or whatever. And she comes to my house with somebody that I'm like, it's not a bad thing, but why you ain't tell me something? And when I tell you I snapped so hard, I, I, my emotions went overboard, okay? I mean, at that point, all, all could have ended and I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> because to me, I'm very transparent. I'm big on communication. You come into my house, you get what I'm saying? So I didn't act rationally at all. Energies, No. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm still, God is still working on me. But um, I am grown enough to say that I was wrong. I'm grown enough to say that I I needed to do better. That was like two years ago now. But, you know, I I am an adult to say, okay, you need to handle your emotions and act rational. Because your Cancer, Scorpio, Gemini be thriving together. And when they thrive, it's a very scary sight. So I just say all in all. All in all, I'm just really trying to say, keep your energy. Don't give it to nobody. They don't deserve that shit. Scary movie of the week. Well, I wanted to shout out the um, this Netflix series called The Watcher. That's a good watch, okay? If you guys don't want to go out to the movies and pay for a movie, a free movie inside with your subscription on Netflix, it's called The Watcher. Um, it's really good. It'll make you really like feel like, damn... You can go crazy all by your damn self, okay? Go check that out. What would you do if you were in a scary movie? Think about that for a second. Me? I always said if I was <laughs> if I was in a scary movie, child, catch me on a tree in a tree. Catch me in a tree. The scary movie will be over because you're not going to be coming up here in this tree looking for me. Michael Myers, can you climb a tree? Freddie, you got to get me when I'm asleep. Hey, Jason, you may throw something at me. <laughs> Yo, it, you can't get me because you're down and drains them. So, you know, I always figured a tree could save a life. <laughs> 
that's what I would do in my scary movie. I don't, I don't know what y'all got going, but you know. I'm also um, excited to go see this movie called Terrifier 2. They have one on, I think it's on HBO. I'm going to rewatch it before I go watch it. That's why I didn't go rush to go see it. Because I think I watched the first one and it was stupid, but it wasn't bad. So I heard that the movie Terrifier 2 had people throwing up and passing out in movie theaters to the point where they were giving people throw up bags. So I'm so down to go see it. (laughs) The more gory, the better. (laughs) I tried to pre-order it. I couldn't do it. It was $19.99. I was like, oh, hell no. I'll wait. (laughs) Today's topic. They think I'm crazy. They think I'm fucking crazy. Have you ever believed in something or started changing and everyone just starts looking at you different? But not like, it don't seem like a good different because they looking at you like, who the hell are you? Or the closest people to you start noticing your behaviors are different and they feel like they don't know you anymore. They start thinking you crazy. For example, my mother, she started doing therapy. And I'm so happy she's doing therapy, okay, guys? Like, shit, I need therapy, okay? Um, But within her doing therapy, she started changing. She started growing. She started evolving. She started healing. And once you grow, go through that, I, want, I wanted to say grow through that because it is a growing process, you're going to notice that everyone's going to look at you crazy. They're going to be not... They're not going to understand your rhythm or rhyme anymore. When people can't understand your rhythm or rhyme, they start looking at you weird. So everyone is is entitled to that feeling of that rebirth, that growth, that era of I don't need you to know me because I barely know myself right now. I want to tie that into being the black sheep of the family. So I'm going to replay the video that I played with you earlier with Jay-Z and take a minute to really listen to and dissect what he's talking about before I get into the topic. People who you started your life off with and what success does to them. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same, like you're doing all this for a reason. And what happens most of the time, people change. People change around you because they start treating you different because of your success. So you are changing. You don't change who you are, the core of who you are, the things you believe, the things you love and the things you die for and your principles. You don't change that, but you're going to change who you are. You're going to change. You know, you can't do the same things that you, you can't hang on the corner. Some people may not be comfortable with that. And then it deals with the other side of success, how people look at you when you're successful media medals, people sue you, settle, every step you take, they remind you, you get it. so no matter how far you are, you still have that stigma on you of where you come from when you walk inside the door. Even if you have a tuxedo on, it's like, oh yeah, that's the guy who used to be this and did that. Most kings get their head cut off. I mean, in war, battle, and in life, at the end of the day, you've achieved everything you want. You've made it to the top of the throne and at the end of the day, you just get your head cut off. That meant most to me and always, you know, coming up, I always believed in it, the way you live your life, you affect the outcome of your life, you know, calm and everything. So I just will want to be remembered as a very honest and straight up guy, you know, I'm pretty much a mirror. You know, if, if someone's cool with me, I'm, 
like energies attract, right? You give off energy, you get that energy back. So just a person that was of the utmost integrity, you know, honest, very hardworking, and someone who really cared about the culture. Someone who really cared about the culture. So, have you ever been there before? I know I have. Now, when I always wanted to share my stories on being that black sheep that can relate to someone like Jay-Z and the mentality of where he, he, he's been and where he's at and how he has gotten to the places that he has gotten to. What does being a black sheep mean? According to Urban Dictionary, a black sheep is being an outcast. Someone who doesn't fit in with the rest of the crowd. They take pride in being different thinks for themselves, and doesn't care what anyone else has to say. They tend to ride their own wave. They tend to ride their own wave and are usually loners because no one understands them. Can you relate? I know I can. <laughs> if people know me from my past, right? My past is creative direction, event owner, um, like a facility owner for events. And... That's, that's how I was, you know, I, my family, they supported me. I couldn't do it without them. But that mental support is different of like trying to evolve and grow into whatever your family's doing and learning about it, giving a fuck about it because they're doing it. You know, thank, thankfully I'm so proud, right? Cause years later, now I have a brother who's doing photography. He's working on his, um, his structure within the gym you know he's focusing on his mental space and I'm super proud that I guess it all comes back around later but that road was very lonely because I kept disappointing so many people because I chose my own route I chose my own lane and I didn't care who felt what way about it this is what made me happy you know and it, it, it's, it's a very hard pill to swallow and to be okay with when you know you're the black sheep and you're different. That the people who want to follow behind you may not follow behind you. But that's okay. I feel like I always attract the black, the black sheep in the family because I am one. I've always been different. <laughs> I've always followed my own path. I've always said how I felt unapologetically and apologize later if I hurt your feelings. But with that being said, you can always count on me to be real with you and whatever it is. I'm a person who understands that right is right and wrong is wrong. I stand up for what I believe in. I'm human with emotions and feelings and I deserve to be heard. That's what makes me a black sheep. Why? Because doing that nowadays... It's just like, it's it's such a different thing. Like, you know, people who have a morals and character and boundaries and structure and, and a goal, like a vision for themselves. It's like, I don't, I feel like it's the oddball thing nowadays. Everybody just want to go with the waves or I don't even think nowadays because I think it's always been a thing. People want to just go with the wave. Why don't you be your own wave, you know, and your own wave will clash into other waves. And now we're just in the flowing essence of a body of water together but it's like I've always been really big on finding my own individuality 
Like, I'm super, super keen on that. Like, I remember when I was younger, I used to, like, find my own little hobby, things that I like to do. And I remember one of them, core memory, I remember one of them was, like, buying, like, cool socks. I would always get, like, dope socks. And then I noticed, like, my whole household started doing it. And it used to bother me because um, at a very young age, I didn't have anything that I was really good at. Like, you know, people did sports, politics, whatever, campaigns in high school, designing a goddamn graduation. And I'm over here just smoking pot, chilling with my friends, struggling on my GPA, not even knowing if I'm going to college. So in those times that I did try to find my individuality and I felt like it was just getting like copied <laughs> I used to get aggravated because I'm like how do you find yourself then like when if it's, it could be so easy easily duplicated you know and that was just me and my own insecurities and just trying to figure out myself at 15 16 years old but I've noticed that that's still a thing in my livelihood today uh, I'm a natural trendsetter like whatever I do it's gonna it's gonna flow and and I'm proud of that right I'm now at an age and at a point where I can be proud to be a trendsetter I am proud to be a shining light a beam of light on this earth that people can look at and say I can trust that that path you know so I, um I grew up for sure and I'm it's I'm thinking of it in a positive way but I do have to break it down to help the listeners understand where I've been mentally to where I'm at now to understand like of course you know I have to grow the fuck up and that's what I was saying no matter how old we get it's always going to be a grow up process and I'm still in that grow up process right now and that's what I was saying earlier where you know I was feeling kind of low because there's things I, I have to understand and grow up with <laughs> that necessarily my inner child is not feeling you know like me sleeping on the couch for two weeks because my bathroom's getting done. By the way, it looks beautiful. It's almost done. It should be done by Tuesday. So, <laughs> but like I was saying, I'm a person with emotions and I deserve to be heard. I, I, I just, I, I, I'm human. Like I'm human as hell. Having these characteristics is what makes us a black sheep. I think we need more black sheeps around. When have you felt like a black sheep? For me, it was following my dreams. That had me feel like a black sheep real quick. Once everyone could understand or relate my, to my career, it became like this big thing. Following my dreams had me become the black sheep real quick. Once everyone couldn't understand or relate to my career, oh, it became, it became this thing like, oh, you throw parties for a living. Must be nice to sleep until 12. How you tired when all you do is party? Oh, that's a real job. Oh, that's how you're making your money. Not, oh, I'm glad you're happy. Not congratulations on building a brand and losing it and rebranding yourself successfully. Not damn, you're young with a dream and you made it come true. Or, at 20 years old, I decided to fight for my happiness and like, damn, look what you turned you turn that shit into, you know, whatever it was, even if you don't agree, look what you turned it into. But at 20, again, I was saying, I decided that I wanted to live my life my way, the unconventional way. I see my parents 
work a 7 to 6 p.m. schedule for years. I mean, set up schedule. And I'll just look at the, the household and it'll be the same schedule Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday. And that is just not my personality. It's not bad because it's structure, it's love, it's what we needed in a household with family, kids, dog, you know. I totally get it. But I grew up kind of like resenting that. That level of comfort for me. It's like, why are we so comfortable? I don't know if it's because, you know, being broke. <laughs> You'd be like, it's a grind that she comes behind you. Definitely me having my mother, the mother I have, you know, she makes you want to have to level up. Okay, my mama could do and do as she please. She's proud to say that for her. So it's just like for me, I'm like, how do I get to that level, you know? And I think that's what kind of turned me into the black sheep because she had to be the black sheep to get what she has right now, too. She had to do things and go outside of herself to go win. So I think that's what I thought I needed to do was step outside of yourself, get out of that box, look around the box, walk around the box, go underneath the box before you just say this your box, you know? And I hope this can, can relate to somebody out there. Like in, any of these conversations I do, I really try to help make life relatable. You know, like that you're not going through things by yourself, that you're not alone in certain situations by yourself. For me, I think this was a really big one because, I'm, number one, I'm the, I'm the only girl. I have all brothers. Um, I'm the oldest. I do have step family members, um, step brothers and sisters that are older than me. But if I could speak for me and, my, me and mine, I'm the only girl. So... I do feel like I have a certain level of expectation that come out of me. So I I like proving myself to my brothers, to my family, to my friends. I, I enjoy proving to life that I want to be great for me. Not, not because I just want to prove to people, right? It's like, no, I, I, I want to show people that there are people out here that still care, that still loves, that still give 100% even when only 10% is coming back to them you know I, I I pride myself in being transparent enough because I want those those black sheep to feel like they can have a home within me capital energy <laughs> that we're not too far apart no matter nationality race sex orientation whatever it is Love is love, right? And we all go through the same things, just on different, like, altitudes of what we go through. But I still feel like the black sheep. I feel like all those memories are just mine now. <laughs> all the memories of me growing and processing and leveling up for myself, changing the fucking art community, the entertainment community in South Florida, giving a home to thousands of people all over the United States. It's like, I feel sometimes like no one around me really truly feels what I did, how I made it happen, how it made me feel, and the, you know, the growth I brought. You know, I'm, I'm a, commu a community builder, and I don't think that position is respected 
you know, and, it, and, and it's something important to me. So I guess that's why it's like it bothers me because I'm like, these are deep rooted issues. When you go out and you say, well, there's nothing to do. Guess what? It's because those community builders are having a hard time doing their job. <laughs> so if you don't want something that's whitewashed and boring, let these creators go and thrive and give you and the community what it needs and wants and desires and that was hippie haven okay don't play me <laughs> but it's okay it is definitely okay um we can talk about how i lost my business later on on another conversation just know it wasn't my fault at all but I do feel like God saved me all in all. So I'm healed from it. It's okay. I'm just like now processing to this new life I'm growing into, which is fine. I'm just, it's a growing process. I'm not going to tell you that it's easy. And I'm not going to say it's its not worth it. I'm just saying I'm just in a new phase of this life of being that black sheep. I feel like black sheeps changed the world. Imagine if we didn't have a black sheep in the family. Everything and everyone would be the same. Not thinking outside the box. Not breaking generational curses. Because the Lord, you know damn well we need the outside of the box thinkers to actually allow change to flow, to grab a, an audience of thousands. Those are the outsiders. Like today, I was watching uh, an Instagram video with Cookie, and it was about this lady who made her own air fryer, her own seasonings, all this other shit, right? And she over here making a seafood boil in the goddamn <laughs> air fryer. And we were just kiki, kiki, kiki. And then I'm not like, I'm not thinking, I'm like, at the end, I'm like, she thought outside the box. You know why she thought outside the box? She put live crabs inside of the goddamn air fryer. That was a first for anyone on the internet to see. So she ends her in her video and she says, yes, so I am chef whatever, and these are my seasonings. These are my air, this is my air fryer. And if you would like to get by one, click the link in the bio. Her message was received. It won, because regardless of whatever it is, she was the first. It got publicity, good or bad, it's, it's there. I know she probably made at least a thousand orders off of that, regardless of how much shit people was talking, because she thought outside the damn box. And that is what I can respect. It's like, damn, you did that. Now, do I know... <laughs> Do I know if she finished that seafood boil in there and not put it on the pot and then want to say, hey, look at me, she could have, you know, but it was the point that it worked. <laughs> the, the point is she got everybody listening and watching. And that's the beautiful part. This week, though, my brain has been on overload. I'm a bit over overwhelmed emotionally, so I didn't really have anything else I wanted to wrap up this episode with. And this is with me writing an outline. Where I can tell you, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with it right now. <sighs> because right after this, I'm gonna be doing a mental spillage. Thank you to my friend TJ. She put me on this writing exercise where you meditate for five minutes and then you write for five minutes straight. You don't think, 
you don't nothing you just write 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 whatever comes to your mind whatever is is the pen is allowing you to write write it out don't don't read it give it a week and go back and read it and see how you were feeling why you were feeling that and reanalyze that I fell off for some months now but I feel like today is a day that I really do need it and it, make, it helps me feel grounded and it's really hard for me to create when I'm emotionally everywhere so I have to feel grounded but I'm growing and I've been showing myself my willpower that I am strong I am capable that I can do this um, when I say this is because again um, I didn't I think I told you guys in the one of the beginning episodes is that this is my first creative venture that I'm doing by myself I used to have a team I used to have a partner I used to have all this thing these people that stood beside me and we all did this mission together so I had no option when I looked around I had eyes looking at me and waiting for my solution (laughs) and if they can help my problem they'll give me the solution or how can we make both of our solutions even better together right so when it comes to here and I get hit with certain things and I'm bothered it it, it affects me it does Um, a lot of people think I I don't be giving a fuck because I end up just acting okay I don't I don't give people the the time or day to see them affect me because that to me gives you too much leverage i'm giving you leverage to know that you can get under my skin and i don't like that so i go home and i handle it on my own like at a moment this morning and i was literally on the floor the shower crying but like once i cut it off and stuff i just sat down to get a preview just started crying I feel like it was one of those days where it's just like, you just need to let it pop. Just pop the damn bubble. And as I was crying, my cat opens the bathroom door and comes sits next to me. And that was the most beautiful thing. That is, that was the thing that got me fueled to open the computer and just say, go do what you got to do, you know? So I want to give any of my listeners that hope to say whatever comes to you in those moments to give you that push, take it. You don't need anybody else to give you that push but you. Sometimes it's the wind blowing left. Sometimes it's your cat coming in the bathroom. Sometimes it's that bird sitting on your window shoe. But listen to that sign, you know, and be your own strength. Be your own guide. It's it's tough. It's hard. But we can do it. I did it. I'm here, recording, I'm transparent, I'm honest, telling you where I'm at, you know? And sometimes I declare the people around me to just be honest on wherever you're at in life. So life can know how to deal with you too. You're in a sensitive space, same sensitive space right now. If you're heartbroken, say, hey, I'm heartbroken. Can't have these kind of conversations. If you're healing and growing, say, hey, I'm healing and growing. If you're in a fuck it mood, say, hey, I'm in one of those fuck it moods. Don't give a fuck. Say it, though. The more transparent you are in life to the ones around you, the more life can actually help obtain and delegate you, too. You know, like, we're not in control of everything. So if we're not in control of everything, 
We have to manifest with our mouth, literally not just our thoughts, but with our words. That's why we have power in the tongue. Whenever you speak, whatever you say will come. Definitely if your intention is there for it, you know. Um, so I just want to like give you love and peace and the energy to know that you can pick up your shit and do it your goddamn self, okay? Don't let nothing bring you down emotionally. Tear your spirit down. Sometimes it hurts. Cry that shit out like I did and move the fuck on. Why? Because nothing really matters. If you think about it, none of this shit really exists. The only reason we give it the power is because we're putting meaning behind what hurts us. If you take away the meaning of what words are or what something is, how can it affect you? So that is something I've been working on. Taking the meanings out of things. Not putting my own definition behind something that can hurt me because whatever the fuck. You know? I hope this touches a misfit who is dealing with their own growing sprout and can feel the changes and and is staying solid in your mission. Clap it up for us. Clap, 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 clap. I think I got one of them. Clap it up. Clap it up. Energy. Energy. <laughs> I picked the right button the first time. I'm so proud of myself. See, pushing through, staying consistent and resilient. You go, energies. And make sure y'all put a capital G on that. This week, we talked about being the black sheep in the family, friends, workspaces, or just in life. I want to tell you it's okay to be different. It's okay to not think like the world. It's okay to just be. Whatever that looks like for you, just be it. Follow your spirit and trust the inner G. So today, I want to introduce to you guys some poetry. I am a big, big advocate of poetry. I love poetry. I write poetry. I haven't been writing lately, so don't get on me, but I will share my pieces one day. This book was just sitting on my desk, and I was just like, hmm, I should implement poetry into my podcast since that is a piece of me. It's a sentimental piece of me. That's why I don't share it, but it was just sitting on my desk, and I grabbed it, and I read the back of the book, and I'm going to read the back of the book for you. And then I'll continue with the story, okay? I understand that life does not have an opt-out button. But in so many moments in my life, I wanted to create one. I wanted to create an escape from the world I lived in and the problems I went through. But then I gained transparency in my thoughts and realized that escaping my problems meant not living to my fullest potential. The intimacy we will share in this book is based on the hard times I went through but didn't opt out. Instead, I continued to push through and this became the light at the end of my tunnel. These entries in this book are more than experiences in poetry. They are the blueprint to the woman I am today. The Love Below, my first book, holds the key and magnifying glass to my journey towards self-discovery and human connection. I just thought it was crazy, Miss Taylor J, right? Taylor J, girl, I thought this was just crazy, my beautiful black queen. They, I, This was sitting on my desk, and I pick it up, and it is literally talking about the same thing I created 
my outline for for this week, you know. So what I do is anytime I share a poem with any of my friends or whatever, I'll just be like, flip through whatever it lands on. That's the poem. So I'm going to do that with you guys every week now. Okay? So I'm flipping. So this is the poem. Loveless Cycle. I sit in the corner of my room wondering, where do we go from here? What's next in this ongoing battle of love that we are pursuing? Yell, I scream, you pull, I push. Push you right into a door, a wall, a corner, shoving your body, hopes, and love into this pit of despair. If you just could understand me, or if you just just not said what you said, if you just listen, listen to my heart longing to be heard by the one consuming it. Instead, your mind is consumed with assumptions, assumptions that allude to in infidelity, dishonor, perpetrating the thought that I couldn't love you and only you. You see change, you feel change, but you still second guess. Wow, and that was number 17. I like doing angels numbers, so how you calculate angel numbers, if you get number 17, then you'll add it one plus seven, that'll be eight, that's infinity. So you guys could go look up number eight for your angel number of the week and see what that means for you. But that is the end of the episode for this week, my energies. If no one has told you today, because we are black sheep, I see you, I'm proud of you, and I love you. Y'all go have an amazing week and don't take your foot off of life's neck, okay? You're the director and everyone else is just extras. Don't play with me. I'm your host, Auntie Energy. You can follow me on Instagram at Bookmulata. And that is all for me, my loves. I would love to, and to make sure y'all check in next weekend because I'll be checking for you. Love you. Peace out, family. That's all, folks.